I have got my very own new segment. Oh. It's called the Knucklehead Tales. <laughs> we talked about pulled pork when you gave your recipe last week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said to Brendan, we'll make that. Yeah. And then I looked at him. Like I did the children. I looked <laughs> yeah, at him I know in the eyes. Coming. Go to the butcher. I want you to go to the old guy and say, we're making pulled pork. What's the best cut you have? So he comes home with brisket. <laughs> yeah. Wrong animal, wrong cut. Yeah. He goes, what was I supposed to ask for? And he goes, oh, I got the grumpy girl at the other butcher. I'm like, oh, my God. Running yeah. Well over. yeah, we're running well over. Okay. <laughs> Good day, you all. And welcome to episode 55, Chain Restaurants. A chain restaurant is a set of related restaurants in many different locations that are either under the same corporate or shared corporate ownership. Fast food restaurants are the most common, but today we're talking about sit-in restaurant chains. So it's sort of, we it's not the pub. Like here is sort of missing that tier, isn't it, Phil? Welcome, Phil. Yep. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we are missing that tier. There's like no in-between restaurants to go to. Well, yeah, going out to lunch, because we used to um, leave work mm-hmm. and you'd be able to sit down, have lunch, be back in 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 It was really quick. I, I remember yeah. going to uh, restaurants in LA, in downtown LA, which is, you know, not, and we were, I don't even know what the reason we were down there for, uh, to meet with somebody. And they said, oh, we'll go to this restaurant. And they was tablecloth type restaurant. But the whole thing for lunch, in you out. were in and out. Everything was like, they, this place was hopping. And the food was great, but it was just like quick, bang, bang, bang. You sat yep. down, put your order in, boom, two minutes later, it's there. Well, my 21st birthday, so I had been working at uh, the car dealership since I was 16. So I was like everyone's little sister. I turned mm-hmm. 21, yeah, straight to Chili's. For lunch, mm-hmm. and they said we're calling your parents because you won't be able to drive home. And I had like top shelf uh, margaritas. Oh god, you're in trouble already. I was in the trouble, first day you could legally drink. That's yeah. right, but it was affordable for every everyone to come, and we yeah. did it. And you know, so I have always missed that here. Yeah. And when we go home, my I go to one especially because my mom loves at Macaroni Grill, which we'll talk about. Because but. We usually kind of go around fast food, Brendan and I. I don't think we've ever recovered one year. We said we're not going to. We're going to try everything. Yeah. Still haven't been able to button my no. jeans. But but, but that's yeah. the thing. So it's it's quickness. It's quick is yeah. is one of the foremost things. And over here, you can't go for a quick lunch. No, you can't. No, because you time the, the person comes over to take your order, and then they mosey over whenever that is. Then they take your order. Then they got to go on their phone and. Look at who's texting them because they're so important. Okay. And then then they might put it in. Then you got to wait till it gets to the, the chef and then the other guy's looking at it. Then he gets on his phone. Yeah, so there's a, an hour yeah. before you get your food. There's no formula. So like you sit down at like say chilies again. Yeah. You sit down, you got your ice water in front of you. They've already taken your drink order before they leave after they pour the ice water. Yep. That's next on, next in the going wanting appetizers with that. Yep. Here's a special bang. And yep. then you you know, yep. if you stand up to run to the loo, by the time you come back, your lunch your is food there. is there. Yep. 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 Quickness. And another good thing about them is that they're consistent. So if I go to, you know, Olive Garden in Southern Cal, it's gonna mm. taste the same in Kansas. Well, you know, my my quote. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I said it on this program, uh, uh-huh. is that we were playing hockey one time, right? Yes. And one of the guys complaining about the referees. And I said, you know, I want you to be consistent, you know, consistency in what you're calling. And I said to him, you want consistency? Go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That no, is no matter true. where you are, you know what you got to get. You know what it's going to taste like. Yeah. And you're going to be pretty hard to say, well, it tastes different here than you know, the one back in America or whatever, it all tastes the same. Yep, that's Consistency. right. Consistency. That is it. And also- So yeah. it's either consistently good or, or bad. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> I just want consistent mediocrity that I can count on. Yeah. You know, I know that this taco salad is not going to blow my socks off, but I still mm-hmm. like the taste of it, and it's the same every time I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So now we are going to do a little bit of housekeeping. Mm-hmm. So the secret code- is for October. Do you want to say it out loud? Oh, for October, play ball. That's it. 
Thank you, Aunt Bethany. Uh, (laughs) So what you need to do is look for the listener discount logo. You can actually search for it on the search bar top left-hand side of the website. Put listener and it will come up with the different items that have it. And put play ball when you check out and you will get your listener discount. There you go. And if you want to talk to us, uh, just send us an email at podcast at usafoods.com.au and we'll accept all comers on that. Yes, that's right. You can hit us with criticisms, uh, Compliments would be nice, too. Yeah, that would be nice once in a while. (laughs) I get it it from your mother all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. She doesn't mention me, but that's okay. Now, Oh, she does. She says, why are you you always on Phil's case? That's right. Thanks, Mom. Uh, Now, toward the end of this episode, we have another new segment. (laughs) Another tongue twister. Well, Well, who gave Who gave us that? Brendan. But guess what? (laughs) I have got my very own new segment. Oh, it's called the Knucklehead Tales. <laughs> because Brendan. Hey, Knucklehead. Hey, Knucklehead. <laughs> so, Brendan, we talked about pulled pork when you gave your recipe last week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said to Brendan, we'll make that. Yeah. And then I looked at him. Like, I did the children. I looked yeah, at him I know in the what's eyes. coming because I heard it. <laughs> yeah. He goes, what do, I, what do I want? I said, you need to, like, go to the butcher. I want you to go to the old guy at mm-hmm. Safeway. You have to go to the old person. I'm just saying. Go and say, we're making pulled pork. What's the best cut you have? Yeah. Right? For that. Mm-hmm. So he comes home with? <laughs> Brisket. Brisket. Yeah. Wrong animal, wrong cut. Yeah. Right. Well, and he goes, what was I supposed to do? I said, he goes, what was I supposed to ask for? And he goes, oh, I got the grumpy girl at the other butcher. I'm like, oh, my God. So anyway, we did have lovely brisket. Yeah, because you could pull brisket. I mean, you'd be cooking enough. It'd I all did. Fall I apart. cooked it for like 10 hours. That's the only way to do it. And then, same weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Same weekend. So you know how we're talking what about- What you do now? Oh my God. I haven't told you about this one. No. So popcorn. Popcorn. I made popcorn last yeah. week. You mm-hmm. saw my old- yeah. Now, the thing is, it's sort of like on Barney Miller- with the coffee pot, they you know the guy never yeah, da, da, you should have never cleaned it da, 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 because da, da, you just you know had it. <laughs> I had it seasoned, yeah, right. So mm-hmm. I rub out the oil. Right. I've had it for what ten years. Mm-hmm. He Knucklehead. <laughs> Wash it with Dawn. Scrubbed it. Yeah, oh. scrubbed it with Dawn and goes. Oh well, it just would look really dirty. I'm like, it was not dirty. So I've been <sighs> sitting here seasoning it, turning the oven on and yeah. off all week. And I will keep doing yeah. guys more layers on it. Yeah. Well, I had that almost this week too because Jeanette's uh, used the cast iron for something, and there she is with the three ounces of Dawn. Yeah. Into I said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Just use the the little brush thing and mm. just get the bits off of it and hot water." <laughs> oh, oh yes. I'm from the kitchen again. Mm. No, you never okay. been. No, keep trying. Oh, no. I, I made some happy it. happy things out of the out of the yeah. br- the pig cow that you brought home. Yeah, Brendan was the type of kid that uh, I could imagine. Oh, could you go cut the uh, grass for us and then put a thing on like low and chop up all the grass so he didn't have to do it yeah. anymore? See, yeah. I won't buy into that. Yeah. As he can keep trying because one day it'll be okay. We're running yeah. well over. Yeah, we're running well <laughs> over. Okay, and before we go on to our pause here and to our next session, well, you didn't ask me, but I'm going to ask you, Barbara. Yeah. So. Where did you use? Where do you used to go that makes you feel comfortable? What? Oh, when I get home. Yeah, when you get home. Um. What? What chain restaurant? Okay, probably Chili's would be my first. Yeah. Because not only did you know I went there in high school, like mm. you know, oh, it brings back memories. Yeah, you know, got to dinner, go there, have you know, top shelf margaritas, all mm. that. Um. Then Macaroni Grill, so Romano's Macaroni Grill. Yeah. I go with Mom and Herman, and they have opera music in the bathroom. The waitress comes up and the, there's paper on the table for the tablecloth and she writes her name yeah. on it in a crayon. Yeah. You order a bottle of house wine and then, you know, you kind of go through it. And I I love it. I yeah. love it. Except when you go with mom now, <laughs> dinner. 4.30? Yeah. <laughs> 4, 4.30. Hurry up. I've got to go before it gets busy. I'm like, I just, I haven't digested lunch yet, but okay. I can yeah. shove it in. I- when we go away, that's the same thing with Jeanette. Yeah. Now, where do you go? Uh, well, I, I'll probably more look for the breakfast things that I enjoy yeah. more that's more homely and, and you know, get the breakfast sauces and that real crispy yeah. bacon and great pancakes. So it'll be one of three. Okay. If yes. I'm in California, mm. 
mm-hmm. Norms. Okay. Which is a restaurant, a franchise, not a franchise, but they're all over Southern Cal. Yeah. Very been there for yawns. And then if I'm on the road, like we're driving from uh, back and forth between, say, LA and Vegas, yep. we stop in Barstow usually for breakfast at uh, Denny's. Yes. Den- Denny's. Get that is- grand slam. Yep. You know, and again, consistency. You know, it's always the same. Same thing with IHOP. You yep. know, always the same. You know, so I know what I'm going to get. It's going to taste good. Yeah. And it's a place you go when there's nowhere else. That's exactly yeah. right. Okay. So let's take our first pause and we'll be right back. You got more to do. What? That you was get it. a fast fact. You got a whole page to go. That one. <laughs> oh, that's on this? Oh. Yep. Keep going. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. Now we're back. And we're back. Not go anywhere. Yeah, we didn't go anywhere, but we're back. Today, so today's show, we're going to talk about why do we love chain restaurants? The, we have the sit-in restaurants for breakfast yeah. uh, spots, lunch, dinner, and, of course, the pizza joint. Because they really are both. Like, yeah, but see, like we- in, the, in New York, mm-hmm. you don't go to a pizza restaurant and sit down and eat. Yeah, but in California, I mean, now you, you do. do. There's some places, yeah. you know. But most of them, no, it's takeaway or you stand up and eat it. We actually had a rehearsal dinner. Mm. At, was it round table or straw hat? Mm. <laughs> that, you know, because I could get everyone in. It was the night before. Yeah. We couldn't book a big thing, and it was Stockton. So really, you know. Yeah. So uh, now we go to our fun facts number one. Oh yes. So the first chain restaurant in America, A and W, like right. in root beer. Yes, A and W. Nineteen nineteen. So they, um, the king of root beer. You know, so their first ever chain restaurant, and by nineteen seventies which I don't think is holding up anymore. No. They had more locations than McDonald's. And they were the first chain restaurant to go international. They went to Canada. Oh, that's international. Yeah, of course. Well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> For some little guys from Lodi, it yeah. sure is. And um, I love this because this reminds me of you and your friends and their yeah, we, we always – everybody had a name for their, their deficiencies. That's right. So Shakey's Pizza was founded by Sherwood, Shakey, Johnson, and Ed Plummer. Johnson's nickname resulted from nerve damage following a bout of malaria several during World War II. So then you know, hey, Shakey. Well, we had we had a guy in the neighborhood, Sally Shakes, and he was like a roofer. You know, he's up on the the ladder, and he's ah. (laughs) And my friend Joey Contarino go, hey, look, there's Sally Shakes. Oh, Sally. Well, the one I'm talking about, they call him Clark. Yes. Now the next one. Yeah, that's right. We had a guy in hockey. One of the he was a um, sort of like a manager, or just like hung out with uh, with one of the old guys, this guy Crofty, and his teams that he played on. I think was played on the Blackhawks, and that's what his nickname was, Clark. He might be the same guy. (laughs) And I said, "What do you call Clark?" Because he had one hand shorter than the other. Oh my god! Uh, Yeah. I, the next uh, how fact, mean could we be? You guys, I, I said to Brendan, what is it with men having just to constantly hang it on each other? It's just all. <laughs> At least we could take it. Now, the next fact also makes me think of the two of you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you go ahead, Phil. You, Which one? Fun fact. There's Shakey's again. Yeah, yeah, but check it out. Uh, Shakey's Pizza Parlor opened on the weekend, but since pizza ovens were not yet completely. Oh, so when they first opened. Yeah. They were not let, <laughs> not completely done yet, so they didn't have no pizza. Yeah. So they started serving beer instead. So they so they used the profits from the beer to buy the ovens. How good is that? <laughs> see, that's it. That beer is wins again. Ingenuity. I yeah. can see the both of you doing that. Yeah. And now, more back after the break. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Yes, we are. All right, so why do we love chain restaurants? Now, we talked about comfort and consistency. Uh, so style. They're like home-cooked meals. Oh, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's pre- at least it's prepared there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and if you don't feel like cooking at home those nights. Exactly. You- and, and again, it's not going to cost you a fortune. Like, even the local restaurants don't cost you a fortune in, in America. No, uh, and like Dolores, when I went back home, Dolores and I, you know, we're like, oh, we'll just go to Applebee's and have appetizers. You know, so we did that. A lot of times that's all you need, that, that and a it. few drinks. Yeah, we had those too. Yeah. Um, and you need, you know, it's a relaxed atmosphere that helps you enjoy, you know, you just enjoy life, which it, we forgot what 
Life That's is all right. about now. You know, like, for example, Marie Callender's my local one, used to have little curtains. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie, do you remember that? She, we went there one night and she's peeking through. Oh, she's okay. about two. She stood yeah. up and was peeking through the curtains at the people next door. No one yelled at us. There yeah. were no people being cranky. They mm-hmm. all laughed and waved and, you know, we we're all fine. And, you know, you can, everyone deserves to feel a little bit special and taken care of. Yeah. And I think those places do mm-hmm. it. And then we got atmosphere. Now, you know, from the one of the first fast food restaurants was yes. Horn and Hotter. Right, yes. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what the other name that we called it. I but, don't want to know that, but I anyway, think But um, one of their taglines was, you can eat atmosphere. <laughs> That's true. Right? It's the food that counts. That you can exactly eat atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Do you remember, I also like how they'll come up with a kitschy thing, like, you know, say Cracker Barrel, which I've heard about, oh, haven't yeah. been in. Um, you got into like the, the 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 store that you go into before you sit down. It's like done up like an old time yeah. know, grocery and you, store. And you yeah. kind of look up at lanterns and, you know, little yeah. bits and pieces and that keeps you entertained yeah. for a little mm-hmm. bit. All the different bottles, sodas and stuff. Yeah, it does yeah. keep you entertained while yeah. you're waiting for your seat. And, well, service we talked about, so. And I think, you know, it's a part of the economy at home because people eat out more frequently at home. And that makes sense because you can afford to. Yeah. Yeah. And then the atmosphere is also is part of it. Like if you go to Joe's Clam Shack or or whatever Crab Shack it's called, that's a franchise. Yeah. Well, it feels like you're sitting in the back of some place in Florida. That's exactly right. Bubba Gump's same thing. Yeah. Mom, mom had a story where I went to a um, our local one. Oh, what was the name of it? Uh, the inn. It'll come to me. Brendan went there with my mother, and it was covered with all sorts of antique things. It mm-hmm. was like Yield y- y- Hoosier Inn. That's the name the of it. Hoosier Inn, yeah. Hoosier Inn. And I was little. Yeah. And mom and dad took me there, and then I evidently threw a biscuit across the table. Ooh, how'd you get slapped after that? Well, everyone had to get up and go in the car and leave because I had humiliated the family. My, yeah. my mother's a bit tough on table manners. Mm. But, you know, as adults, like I went there in high school, we would meet people in high school for breakfast before yeah. school. You mm-hmm. know, it, it kind of opened up for that. I, I remember going to probably the first theme restaurant I went to. It's not a franchise or anything like that. And I don't even know if it still exists, but it was Stevenson's Apple Orchard. Right. Okay. And it was in... Uh, Independence, Missouri. So it you go into it and look like this big old farmhouse. Oh, and cool. each area that they put you in was different. So you had the parlor, you had the back, oh, you had the back uh, porch, you know. So you always had every room you went into was different. Did they serve family style? Yeah. This is just like the big yellow house. The big yellow house. Which used to be where I think Olive Garden was and mm. stopped in. And it was a yellow house. You walked in. It was all. It was the same thing, like fried chicken, mashed potatoes, yeah. cornbread with honey butter. Zane and oh. I made honey butter for years after that. And you did. You felt like you were on a little, like it's a nice escape. Yeah. You know. Um, now, I have to say, let me just tell you how common these are. I've driven, I've drawn this map for Phil and Brendan, but my mom and Herman and I used to live in like in a cul-de-sac. Well, it was not a cul-de-sac. It was a circle. So as you drove out, mm-hmm. check this out. To the left, we had Krispy Kreme and next to it was In-N-Out, right? <laughs> Across the street. Why would you go further? <laughs> well, this is what I used to do. Across the street was Starbucks and then Caro's. Oh. So if I was going to visit my dad, you know, yeah. an hour away, I'd drive out, I'd go through the Starbucks drive through then I'd come around and go through the Krispy Kreme <laughs> drive through and then off I went. And as you go further, so you go under I-5, right. on the left. Now, some of these have changed over the years. But at one point, there was a Tony Roma's. There was an Olive Garden. There was a Round Table Pizza. There was a Stewart's Black Angus. There was a local one called Rissa's. Big Yellow House was in there. Yeah. Right? Across the street from that, we had Marie Callender's Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr. One street away, there was El Torito, where I had my first illegal margarita. Whoa. Then across the, then down one more street again, there was Carlos and Luigi's, which used to be, I forgot what it was originally, Red Lobster, Outback Steakhouse, which is now being torn down. It's a tragedy for the oh, town. They're wow. putting a petrol station in. But that's, you know, that's two blocks, three blocks from my mom's house. <laughs> right. So you just, wherever. Yeah. And you don't have to go far. No, because yeah. I used to go to Carlos and Luigi's for karaoke and drinks, mm. and it was only like two right turns you home. You could stumble home. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Mm. 
All right. So let's move on to uh, sit down restaurants. So we're going to talk about breakfast spots, lunch, and dinner spots. That's right. Okay. So we'll start with breakfast. And the most famous one I mentioned before, IHOP. Oh, it's so good. All the different syrups, and they all taste the same. They do. <laughs> you know? It's all like pro- corn syrup, probably. And yeah. you get your, my favorite part of IHOP, your own pot of coffee on the table. Mm. Just like, you don't have to oh, wait yeah, for them to come true. back and pour yeah. it. It's just there for you. Yeah. And uh, they have waffles as well, and steak and eggs, and all of that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but you always go for pancakes. At least I always went for the pancakes. It's like going to a pub over here. You know, you don't know what to order. The pancakes. safe bet. No, the safe bet is to order a. You know, uh, chicken palma. Yeah. <laughs> they right. go to IHOP. Don't go for the other stuff. Go for what they're famous for, well, pancakes. And this is how quick IHOP can be because in Stockton, Dolores was on jury duty and mm-hmm. I was working. She'd leave downtown, a couple free hop, freeway hops, right. get to my work. We'd go. We'd go to IHOP. We should have steak and eggs and I'd have whatever. Yeah. And then drop me back to work and then she'd go back and be t- ready for the second half of the trial. <laughs> <laughs> That's how efficient it is. And then we have, as we talked before, with Denny's. So we don't need to cover mm-hmm. too much. No. Then we have the Waffle House. Waffle House, which I've never been to. I've only been to one. Brendan went yeah. as well. I'm One day, I do have a goal to go to Waffle House. Yeah. And then don't forget, you got, um, well, we talked about Norms in Southern Cal. So if you're ever yep. down in Southern Cal again, uh, Norms is the place to go. And then you got Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the border, Tim Hortons. <laughs> That's right. That yeah. is right. Now- this next one I'm going to mention for breakfast is a California chain. It's now mostly in Southern California. It did go all the way through Caro's. Um, they had Grandma's Cinnamon Loaf French Toast, which looked Ooh. amazing. But um, and I always had pies and things. I have a personal story as in my dad wasn't well. And I went home to see him and he passed away not too long after. And I went to Caro's and got him his biscuits and gravy. From there. And he was so happy. And yeah. it's just like that's how food mm. can make Bring you feel memories. better. That's exactly right. Yeah. And one last one before we go to lunch. Yes. Um, when are we going for lunch? Okay. I know. <laughs> we should get something. All right. Uh, is another one from New York, uh, a chain there. Chuck Full of Nuts used to have coffee yeah, shops have coffee everywhere. Shops. Everywhere. All lower Manhattan, everywhere they had Chuck Full of Nuts. I didn't know yeah. that. I mean, I know the coffee. Yeah. And-, and, the, and the counters were doing like a serpentine. Oh, uh, yes. So, you know, so- one server could serve like a lot of people, like, the, yeah. like a loop. Yeah, all oh, looped how cool. around. We used to go to. We used to have a Woolworths mm. that you could get. Like had a lunch counter at it, but I don't know. So lunch spots we'll go to now. Yeah. Now you mentioned one before. We bring up Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. That, yeah. That's a drive, not a drive through, a drive in. You drive in, and yep. you, they still come to your car. You, I don't think they come to your car to do the order anymore. That's done remotely or whatever, yeah. and then but they still bring it to your car on a tray. Cherry limeade. Yes. Yes. Mm. I was very excited. One of the trips. Every time I go home, there's a new thing. Like we had Nation's Burger and then Sonic came to Tracy. So I managed to try that. Mm -hmm. Now there is a place. I put this in because we were talking about places we used to go for lunch with salad bars and things. Now Sweet Tomatoes, which is now closed. I've never been there, but they had a 50-foot salad bar offering over 100 ingredients to build your own salads and soup with pasta, pizza, and other big diets. That was like a really big thing when, uh, what, 70s or in the 80s. Yeah, it was. Like there were salad bars popping up in California Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. That's right. And I used to be picky as like, do they have the chopped up beets or do they have the little baby beets and, yeah. you know, all those little things in the in the base. Yeah, and all that because uh, if you go to the salad bar, so California's the place to be. That's exactly right. Yeah. And we were tougher then. It's before sneeze guards. <laughs> <laughs> you just walked over and whatever oh, fell in, fell in. That was just it. We're still alive. blue cheese in there? No. <laughs> And they always had kidney beans. I was like, mm. yeah. Um, now you were talking about Flaky Jakes when we were. Yeah, I don't discussing know if that's this. still around, but Flaky Jakes used to. Uh, there was two big franchises like these premium burger places. Yeah. But Flaky Jakes was one, and then there was another one which I, I can't recall. Well, they were. It said Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers. That's yes, it. Yeah. Was their main competition. Yeah. Um, but, but Flaky Jakes, I used to go there for lunch, mm-hmm. and primarily, to, you know, I get a salad, but. Because their croutons were just fabulous. <laughs> I just love their croutons. Now, I respect getting a salad because of the croutons. I yeah. completely respect that choice. Yeah. So I had places to go when we worked in Anaheim. And so Flaky Jakes was one a little bit further away. And then another one that was closer 
was what you talked about with Shakey's. <laughs> My favorite thing at Shakey's because it was like, I don't know, $4.95 or $5.95 for lunch, all you can eat. Yes. Okay. The pizza was sometimes slow coming out, but I didn't go there for the pizza. I went there because they made, like, they got potatoes and they sliced them long ways. Right. And not long ways, um, horizontal. Yeah, yeah. That way, yeah. And then they put them in uh, like a a batter that they do chicken with, like fried chicken batter, and they fried them into this tumbling fryer so they were all separated. They oh were just outrageous. <laughs> I, I just went there for that. Oh, you can eat potatoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, just eat those potatoes. But, you know, then I, I want to also regress a little bit. And some other places that, you know, were really popular, mm-hmm. probably in the 60s, was yep. Hojo's. No, no, Howard Johnson's. One. Oh, yeah. We never had Howard Johnson's in our area that I can a, remember. Yeah, I think they started up in Massachusetts yeah. and stuff. So they're just along the East Coast. But one of the things they were famous for, and they they started selling them in the freezer section of the yeah. thing, was fried clams. Oh, yeah. They were sweet and tasty. So Howard Johnson's, oh, Joe's, with oh. the red roof. Oh, did you ever have Red Lion? No. Okay, that was more Northern California because there was always a chain restaurant located in the parking lot area of a mall. Mm. So we had Red Lion and you go there and you'd watch people cruise. So you go there for breakfast, you go there for lunch, or you go there for coffee at one in the morning watching people cruise up and down the avenue. Yeah. So And they never kicked you out. Now, Super Salad we were talking about as well when we were discussing salad bars and where we used to go. Mm-hmm. So that chain – was through at the U.S. and you could get a little cup of soup in your salad bar, so yeah. or half sandwich as well. Oh, okay. They know they had sandwiches. They okay. had. So now, uh, one of them that one of my favorites I talked about quite a bit. Now it's sort of like in between because you do every time I go there, I sit down and eat there. Right. Is El Pollo Loco? Oh yes. So does Herman. Yeah, it's just like the best chicken ever. Ah, uh, uh, ours so is good. by Costco, and you always knew. Yeah. That it might take a little bit longer because mm-hmm. Herman was because Herman banned my mother from going to Costco <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> so he would oh, go yeah. and have a little stop in at El Polo Loco. So uh, why did? No, oh, okay. What was the obvious reason? Other than every well, time you go in, he spent three hundred dollars. That's it. Okay, that's it. Yeah. She. It's like often like me at Costco where I make that <gasps> that shopping noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be offended. I'm remember, hearing about that later. Remember on Gallagher. Yes, but he's smashing the watermelon. <laughs> yeah, he got the yeah. butter, and he used to smash things. And he yeah. goes, here's a butter, and here's a butterfly, <laughs> bang. You know? <laughs> but he did the whole segment about shopping. Mm-hmm. You know how women go shopping? They go into the store, and bing, bing, oh, I'm shopping. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you get that rush of air when you walk into the store. <gasps> that's it. <laughs> you know what I that's feel like. so much better. Yes. I haven't been in a shopping center for a long time now, and yeah. I know the first Get time your I own life. In. I'm shopping. Oh. Now, you got to look that up on YouTube. It was such a funny segment he did on that. <laughs> so. All right. Now we're going to move on yep. to some dinner spots. But, mm-hmm. you know, they do have lunch, dinner, sometimes brunch, but we'll just put them under mm-hmm. lunch or dinner. Sorry. Yeah. So Cracker Barrel, which you've been to. Mm. And that has the nice shop. I know a lot of people in the South, a lot of people that I follow and relatives and things, they will go there after church on a Sunday. So it's a very popular. Get blessed. The cracker right. bar, yeah. Get blessed with your, uh, um, I think one of the most popular one was chicken dumplings on the menu. Yeah, chicken. I, I, the last time I went there, I made the mistake of having the uh, chicken, uh, chicken fried steak. Right. What was wrong? Too big. It was uh, huge. You know, and it was good. You know, so everything is like really fresh and stuff, but it was good. But, you know, more of there. Uh, so, you know, whenever people get to travel back to the States, like if you go to see a crack bell, that's more of a Southern style food, yeah. home style Southern. And this is another thing we actually, until you said that then, all of these chain restaurants, there's bang for your buck when it comes to the serving, uh, servings. Mm. Oh, yeah. You, so whatever you have for lunch or dinner, you can often get a takeaway. And have it again. And have it again the next yeah. day. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, TGI Fridays, which is here. Now, TGI Fridays. Now, you do you know that in New York, when mm-hmm. they first started, he had Tuesdays, he had Wednesdays, and he also had Thursdays. No, I did not. Yeah. No, I think they're all gone now. But when they first started with Fridays, Friday was the first one. Then they decided to do other days. <laughs> and I remember going to like on a prom, going to Tuesdays. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different store altogether. Yeah, same franchise. Just different. But different days. Different 
Uh, each one was done a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. So they tweaked each one differently than the others. But I remember going to Tuesdays was like more of a really drinking establishment. <laughs> yes, I can understand yeah. that. Hmm. Um, and actually, when you we were talking about this earlier before we started recording, I like because Stockton is sort of a big country town. I mean, it's bigger now, but often it would be one of these places like Macaroni Grill or a yeah. sort of nicer one. You've not necessarily Applebee's, but you'd go there for prom, for dinner for prom. Yeah. Well, Macaroni Grill, I've been there yeah. and even as an Italian, mm. it's very acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Much more than the Olive Garden. The Olive yeah. Garden, it's like, I, I wouldn't call that time. I mean, they make fun on the Italian-American sites, you know, on the websites about going to the Olive Garden, you know. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> they they have these- like Don Corleone going, oh. You come to me after you've been in the Olive Garden and you want me to protect you. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> there is a YouTube clip somewhere, so you can find it, and they've got Nonna's yeah. eating yeah, Olive Garden. That, yeah. And she goes, oh, this is yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't give that to the dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. But now we have uh, other places. Yeah. So one of my – you have Applebee's. You can mm-hmm. go on that. So Applebee's, and you got the special – always have the – you know, special menus. And the same thing with Red Lobster. Yeah. Now, they always got these advertisements, all the shrimp you can eat for only nine ninety five, and it looks so good. And you get there, where are these You things? took that photo. Yeah. Uh, well, you get all the pieces of material. Like you can have this, this you know, all your different menus. Here's your specials. Here's yeah. the dessert specials and the Wednesday night special. And yeah. then it's, you know. Now, I, I'm going to jump to Golden Corral <laughs> because it's a buffet restaurant. Mm-hmm. And my mother would... We're like, we're not going there. I don't blame her. Yeah, it was just, and do you know, everything closed, but that place just never, no matter how many health problems. Yeah, we went to, we we went on a buyer's mission in North Carolina. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the people that were driving decided when we go from one place to another, you know, to look at different venues and stuff, they decided, okay, we'll go to, it wasn't Golden Crown, it was one of the other ones that were like that, also had that same type of reputation. And it's like, why are you taking people from out of the country to this place? Yeah, Yeah. of all the places. Yeah, and yeah, anyway. But um, the other ones like, you know, that I think of like in California, and I think this one's outside of California now, so Lucille's. Okay, I've read about that. That's a place I go to Whenever we're in California, I think they're in, uh, yeah, they are in, in Vegas also, mm-hmm. outside of the Strip. Uh, so Lucille's is barbecue. Oh, nice. Okay. And great food, great portions, good service. Yeah, consistent. You Consistently yeah. good. And the other one is Gem. Okay. It's G G E N Gem. And that is a franchise that have expanded. I don't know if it's a franchise. It might all be company-owned stores, but there yeah. are lots of them around. And that's Korean food, Korean oh, barbecue. Yeah. And they have a set price. So if you go for lunch at the time, it was 20 bucks yep. per person. All you can eat. So they just keep on, you have a menu and you say, I'll have that, that, and that. They only give you three things to start off with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's how they make sure that people just don't over order. And then as you finish that, then they'll bring you whatever else you want. Okay. I think in one or twos at a time or something like yep. that. So they do know a proportion. Of, but the food is, you got the little barbecue thing in front of you. Nice. Really, yeah, and for twenty bucks, and I think dinner they have more things on it, and that will go up to like twenty five dollars right. per person. But you know, it's it's really good. Well, that sounds good. There's mm. a Japanese place that's doing that here. Yeah, I've been to one yeah. end of Frankston, and yeah. there's somewhere else, and there's one close to here in Ainsley. And I went, yeah. and it was almost perfect. It's just it was like cafe. It was it was cafe seating. Mm-hmm. If they had some booths, yeah. it would feel like the- We'll see if they're all the open thing. after the uh, lockdowns all end. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, now, you know, we had Sizzler here for a while, and I think there might still even be one up in Queensland. I think the last one closed yeah, recently. Probably. Yeah. And Cheesecake Factory is another one, which is cheesecake at the end. They have o- over 40 flavors, mm. I think it was. But um, they also, they say- so I'm not sure, but they say that they make more than 250 dishes are made from scratch every day. That's a big menu. That's a lot of scratch. It's a lot of scratch. Yeah. Yes. But, so, you know, giving them a bit of a run for money on the cake side, there's a place called Bunt now. Oh, I know. It's Whoa. so good. That's at Lincoln Center at home. And Whoa. mom just showed it to me. And I was just like, oh, that's so pretty. It, 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 then it stuff is just incredible. Yes, yeah. it looks, and I love the way they do the frosting. Sort yeah, of the like frosting the is the whole thing to it. Oh, uh, yeah, because, the yeah, the frosting is the best part of the cake. Sorry. But also, you know, one thing that, um, well, you do an Outback Steakhouse. 
Well, because we had Outback, and then we also here we had Lone Star, which was just Outback in Australia. Yeah, yeah, and Lone Star didn't last long. I don't know why. I guess the Australians couldn't catch on to the the deal. You know. No, and my nephew actually cooked there for a while. Mm. Um, yeah, I think people just couldn't work it out. And you got your brown bread and your knife. And the peanuts. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. all the good stuff. We were so excited. We used to go. That yeah. was as close as we had to a chain restaurant. And a little bit of a hoot nanny going on. Oh, you know what? Um, what is it? They um, Oh, the birthday cake? No, it's the Queensland chain that has the curly fries here. Something hog. Oh, hog's uh, breath. Hog's breath. Yeah. They are a bit chainy. Like, I yeah. get excited when I go in there. Really? Now, yeah. the only time I went to was in the ACT. We went with the team there one time, and yeah. we waited for hours in the food. Then when the food came out, it was all cold. Uh, well, I went there for prime rib, mm. and it was really yummy and came out in time. Yeah. Speaking of prime rib. Yes, Tony. Uh, so, one of the things in America is big as Lowry's. Yes. Famous for their prime rib. So, mm-hmm. you just, you know, so even though we sell the Lowry season salt, but it all that's what they coat their prime rib with. Yeah, that's why it's you know. magnificent. So you got that and then uh, you know, also steakhouses are huge and mm-hmm. they're becoming more and more popular. Usually you only seen them in the major cities, New York, Chicago, yep. now everywhere. So you got Ruth Chris, you got um, uh, what do you call it? Old Homestead yep. is now going all over the place, you know, and uh, said so the uh, Lowry's, yep. the steakhouse and those steaks, I mean, you pay it's going to cost you almost $75 per person to 100 you know, depending on what you're eating. But when you finish with that, you have a steak it's that- magnificent. Yeah. Well, and we had Black Angus, as I said, at home, and that was really good with all the different samples mm. and sides, and, uh, which uh, we've mentioned down here. So you get like baked potato. I loved it. It's like, do you want- um, oh, yeah. With your dressing choices and your sides choices and your salad choices, it's like, do you want baked potato, steak fries, jasmine rice, garlic mashed potatoes, uh, or vegetable of the day? <laughs> do you want Italian or French or blue cheese? And you're like, oh, it felt like you had an experience by the time yeah. you finished. Um, and and then you forget what was that first one again? They got to go through yeah, the whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Ruth, Chris, Brendan, and I went to we went to Washington mm. D.C. and it was oh. So yeah, good. I had the most beautiful steak there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the Bloomin' Onion <laughs> at Outback. Do you know who had that first or who I experienced it with? Chili's. Chili's. See? We had a Bloomin' Onion. Goes tra- around, comes around. Teresa Monteroso and I had a Bloomin' Onion and they went to the movies one night mm. just before I got married. Uh, Red Lobster. Yeah. Now, that's that's date night. <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Yeah. I, I didn't like – I was just like a – Mom, who is it? I think it might have been Aunt Blynn. I don't know who wanted to go, but Mom's like, okay, we'll go to Red Lobster. Because I think she feels like I do sometimes. You don't want to have, like, seafood unless you can see the sea. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And there we and um, there were the Bob Evans restaurants. But, we, they, but going back to Red Lobster, they're all, yeah, sorry. Of, they were all famous for their cheddar at Bay biscuits. And we have the mix. Yeah, the mix, and the official mix. It's so good. You know, it makes it good after you make it. You need like, you melt like a half a cube of butter and pour it over the top of it (laughs) while they're baking. Makes it even better. And Bob Evans. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, God. I remember that from California. Bob Evans. Wasn't he like one of those cowboy guys? I I think so. I don't. Yeah. Because Dale Evans. Dale Evans. No, it's not the same. Um, But they had meatloaf. And I think of um, Boston Garden as well, which Mm. is sort of. Buffets, oh, yeah. take home, and they had good meatloaf. Yeah, that that's owned by Mackers. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it was. Maybe they sold it. But originally, it was one of their, their startup. I remember but, people think it's too healthy. I'm not getting uh, that. <laughs> remember Kenny Rogers? I never had his oh, it was chicken place. So I good heard as how chicken. good it, it was. Even on Seinfeld, how good this chicken was. Yeah, but we never got it. Um, P.F. Chang's, which mm. is. Um, Doing really well, and it's actually quite good. They have, for people that are celiac, because we have friends that have uh, mm-hmm. a celiac daughter, they have a really good gluten-free menu. Oh. So if you're going to the States and you need to look for that, mm-hmm. that's a good place. Mackenzie spent her 13th birthday there, miserable with oh. us, because we made her drive seven hours. <laughs> and then she gets there, and, the, and then we got to the waitress, like a good old American chain restaurant waitress. She's lovely. And we said, oh, you know, it's her birthday. And Kenzie's sitting there going, I've had the worst day of my life. They made me drive seven <laughs> hours from Los Angeles to Monterey. And she goes, I know what that's like. And so Kenzie got free cake and yeah. drinks and everything. 
looked right. after her. Now we get to the pizza joints. Yes. Good old pizza joints. Yeah. So you got round table. Like most of these, I, I've been to two out of the four you got here. Uh, I've never been to round table. How, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And when you get, um, you know, one of those Hawaiian pizzas. So this is like Chuck E. Cheese. No, no, <laughs> you no. You don't no. have that down, Chuck E. Cheese. Look, it did have a motif. Yeah. Like when you walked in, it might have had a night in the corner. Like, so, But the oh. tables, 80s kid that I am, they yeah. used to have tables that had like video games in it, like Centipede oh, okay. and all that. But you had actual tables that looked a bit medieval. Yeah. But they didn't dress up. So, you know, it kind of had the feeling, but they had like whole big round pieces of Canadian bacon and pineapple, like if you did that pizza, so it yeah. wasn't the shredded rubbish. And They had to do something different. They did. And they had really good pizzas. That was our favorite. And that was near us as well. Mm. And it kind of extended. That was the place you'd have a pizza birthday party or you'd have, you know, you'd yeah, have a lot you have of people there. Yeah, because you funny games. You spend a lot of time there. That's right. And then It's we like Chuck E. Cheese. That. Yeah. Well, Chuck, do you know Chuck E. Cheese has quite the reputation at home now? It's really? like the center of crime and bad things. <laughs> like there are murders in the parking lot. They're like, I don't know what it is. Because of all the kids in there driving everybody crazy. They come out like. <laughs> you know, like here at the casino when they leave the kids little, in the car. So and so so run them over. <laughs> <laughs> no, they leave the kids in Chuck E. Cheese and the parents fight out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then Shakey's, which we talked about, yeah. which started in San, um, Sacramento and Straw Hat. So Straw Hat was here, wasn't it, Brendan? No. no. Pizza, Pizza, Sorry, Pizza here. Hut was yeah. here. Um, Straw Hat, that's, uh, started in the Bay Area mm. and San Leandro. Uh, that was a Rand, but I think we're more a Rand table family. I'm sure mom will correct me on that. And Pizza Hut, which is here. Yeah. Now the funny thing is like growing up in New York, mm. you had none of these. But well, you yeah. still see the advertisements for it. <laughs> so on the national uh, shows, so I suppose. the national shows, they still had Randy yeah. advertisement for Pizza Hut. And what was the other big one besides Pizza Hut? There was another one. Anyway, but we you always seen the advertisements, but there were none around because they never opened up in New York. That's funny. Did they do any like in like the uh, upper part or like outside Jersey. of the city? Jersey. Yeah. You had to go to Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to Jersey just to have round table or no, whatever it was. To go there. Um, yeah. So as we've talked about previously, so the chain restaurant idea, a pizza joint at home usually has a bar. Mm-hmm. There's usually games on. Yep. You can order a pitcher of beer. It's communal tables. That's right. And yep. you can sit there and you have your pizza and it's not – Restaurant, yeah, it's a place to gather as well. So if there's a big game on, you can go there. You know, you've had the end of the little league or whatever. You just can all hang out there. So yeah. it, that is a different sort of. That's also experience. nice because Monday night football and all yeah. that. Oh, no, again, nothing like that here. They tried the AFL tried doing night games and stuff here, but it doesn't roll over to being a big night out. Mm. Like because you go home from work. You don't even, sometimes you don't even go home for a No, you go straight you to where you're going. Where you're going, you meet your, your wife there or your partner there, and then all your friends are there, and you hang out, drink beer, eat pizza or ribs or pizza whatever. Pizza wings, yep. And wings, and you watch the game, and then you go home. Yeah. And smash the car. <laughs> well, let's try not to do that. Yeah. You Uber home. Yeah. Now you can Uber home. <laughs> but so that is something that sort of adding into it. And I think over my 30-odd years here, I have tried at different times to recreate the experience. Doesn't happen. And it just doesn't happen. And I kind of feel sad that, you know, my kids who are young adults don't have the opportunity to sort of go I mean, the closest closest I have had that here was experience like some of the Super Bowl parties at at the big bars and stuff in the city on Super Bowl Sunday or Monday here now. Uh, Yeah, so – well, that wraps up this section where we talked about uh, pizza joints and we talked about uh, places, other places to go yep. eat. And uh, now we'll be right back and with our Ripper Recipe Roundup. I made you say it two weeks in a row. Okay. Okay, we're back. And I suppose you want to know where to find us. Um, do you want to, which seat, would you like a bench seat or would you like a booth? 
I'll get that for you. In the old days, smoking or non-smoking? Oh, yeah. Remember Outdoors that. or inside? Mm. Uh, so we are located at 73 Cochrane's Road, Moorabbin. We are open seven days a week. So I'll give you diff- the different hours, Monday through Thursday, 10 to 5, Friday, 10 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 5, Sunday, 11 to 5. Okay. And don't forget the code for the month. If you're buying online or mm-hmm. click and collect, not in store. That's right. So if you want the specials, go to click and collect and then pick it up in the store if you want, is play ball. <laughs> so it will be great if you guys could, if you're enjoying it, please subscribe, share um, the podcast with some other people who might enjoy that. Yeah. And you can also reach out to us, as we said earlier, at podcast at usafoods.com.au. Okay. Now we got some uh, listener emails. Yeah, Speaking so, of people yes. uh, that wrote us. Now we have a couple of questions here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to this. So Amy asked us. What had happened to the Sydney store? Well, what has happened, <clears throat> it didn't work. That's, uh, people sometimes. loved us for the first month and a half, and then nobody wanted to trouble there. Getting around Sydney, no matter where we put the store, wouldn't have been convenient for most of the people. Uh, yep. Say la vie. Yeah, and sometimes that just happens. So yeah. we, luckily enough, we do ship all over Australia. So yeah. you can still shop with us, mm-hmm. and we will mail it to your house. Um, now, Chrissy asked, is there a discount offer if I purchase pickles on a monthly basis? Is it an option? I could purchase a box at cost with my own business, ABN. Um, And then she's got another question. So let's deal with. Well, you answer those questions all the time. I answer them every day. So we don't have traditional wholesale. So we don't offer bulk discounts. We're a retail organization. Uh, we are retail. We do if you qualify. So certain approved businesses. Um, if you look on our website and search wholesale, you'll see some information. Um, we can offer a ten percent discount. So it just that just depends. Yeah. Just that it's not our main business. Yeah, our main that's business right. is retail, servicing our customers. We tried doing a lot wholesale early on, or you know, just even just a few years back. And it was really impacting our retail customers. So we decided we got to go one way or the other. So we decided let's cater to our retail customers. So we have more supply for them. As probably a lot of you have seen over the years, we have less things that we're out of all the time. And yep. we have more variety now uh, because it's not just getting gobbled up by other people that are trying yep. to do another business. You know, fair enough to them. But, you know, we have to look out for our main bread and yeah, butter. Yeah, because like everyone likes Frank's Red Hot. So mm-hmm. if someone buys all of it, we can't help you, you know, help yeah. out our customers. Now, she just, this is sort of a statement question Chrissy mm-hmm. had also. Um, another question is, <clears throat> are the owners um, considerate of not bringing too many bad foods to saturate this already fat and sugar market? <laughs> I lived in North America and Canada for a time and was horrified you could make both a burger and macaroni cheese from things that looked inedible packaged inside a box. Yeah, well, we bring in what the people want. One um, person's trash is another person's treasure. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of things in the store that... I eat and nobody else would eat. That's right. And a lot Same of things. Same with me. Yeah. And uh, things that I brought in that I love and Jeanette loves and you love. and But then we find out nobody else loves them yeah, and vice versa. Just- and then there's a lot of things that we bring in the store that everybody loves and I don't eat. And what I like to say to customers who want to try some things, and it's amazing um, when I was working in the store and people would go to check out, they'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, you know, I feel guilty about this. I said, These are all sometimes foods. You're yeah. not living on them. Enjoy. So yeah. life is about a bit of moderation. Yes, it's enough stress and that's right. sadness and so, everything that's going on. Be and, happy for a little bit. And haven't we discovered that through COVID? Yeah. People, I mean. yeah, people just want out. a little box of happiness. So, um, Chrissy, we do have lots of things that are good for you in the shop as well. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to drop me a line and we can have a little chat and I can kind of direct you to some stuff if you if yeah. you want. It's just unfortunate that the – most of the healthy things are not what the majority of That's right. Want. We get them in and then it doesn't work sometimes. Now, Elizabeth sort of following on mm-hmm. had, she said, no questions, but I wanted to say thanks for providing me with memories of life in America. I'm from Melbourne, but married a Texan. Your conversations about food each week provide a great distraction from lockdown life. Can't wait to go back and visit friends and family. We're all in that same boat. Yes, we are. And it's lovely to be able to talk about things we miss and people we love and all of that. And um, I also have a bit of feedback from our friend, Meg. 
So she's, I'm just highlighted a few things because she's written us a beautiful letter, but I'm going to go through a few things she said. She agrees with you, Phil. KFC should have biscuits here. <laughs> what did you say? KFC <laughs> should have biscuits here. Okay. And McDonald's for the breakfast. I thought my I know. mumbling of words and stuff sometimes Do you know what? don't come out right. It's catchy. It's, it's catchy. your fault still. It's my fault. Okay. So biscuits on the menu. Yes. And so and she's talking about potlucks. The last time she went to the US um, was in 16 for her dad's mother's 100th birthday. Wow. Um, and she's with a childhood friend and they ended up going to a um, a potluck. Lots of good things, but she does have the same sort of worries that we were talking about sometimes. you got to be careful. Yeah. Don't, you know, if, you the, if you hear the toilet flushing and somebody comes out with a plate of strawberries, leave them alone. Yeah, don't touch the, <laughs> don't touch the toilet grains either. But she said she had the best ginger cake that she's ever eaten, and she's been trying to copy the recipe. Hmm. Um, and her dad, who was a commanding officer for a period of time, they used to have in the 70s, and I remember this when I first came here, progressive dinners. So you, get, so you go to one person's house for appetizers oh, or yeah, cocktails, yeah. next person for main, then dessert, yeah. and then It's like uh, bar hopping, that. yeah. That's right. And she said it was better when people could walk to the places, because. but although in the 70s, drink driving wasn't the thing yeah. it is now. Um, and we were talking about things we missed, and she's also missed hummingbirds and seeing the hummingbird oh, feeders, because yeah. I do miss That's that. a Southern Cal thing, yeah. Yeah. And- um, I love hearing, tell Brendan that I love hearing him have a chuckle <laughs> at you and Phil in the background. <laughs> Very entertaining. It was a little laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Don't laugh at me. Don't yeah. laugh at me. There we go. So that is our good friend Meg. Mm-hmm. And that is it for our feedback. Okay. This week. Now, a new segment. This is the personal best product profile. What is he doing with these? I don't know. I don't know. Did he fail at English or something? So I get the first one off the bat. Or you know you're doing the first one. No, you are. We changed it. Oh, you are. No, no you are. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Just shut up and do it, Phil. <laughs> we'll be right back after the uh, murder. <laughs> murder and firing. Yeah. What is the two little uh, squirrels or whatever? They it is? used to be nice to each other. No, after you. No, yeah, you. Yeah. Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Oh, you go for it. Okay. So my product that I grew up with. Yes. Okay, and it's been in my family forever. Yes. Since I can't remember when. It is Progresso Italian flavored breadcrumbs. The best ever. And even though it's owned by Kraft now, or or Campbell's, I think, owns them, but they're still basically the same as they were back when I was a little mm-hmm. toddler. Okay. Everything in my house, not everything, but so much food was made from that little can going from doing uh, chicken schnitzels or, uh-huh. you know, like Italian style. So, you know, just either that or veal we used to oh, do. Yeah. So we made spadinis and used that. So spadinis was just get veal or even when veal got too expensive, my father used to get very thin chicken schnitzels like. Yeah. Pound them down, a little bit of olive oil on it, throw on the, the breadcrumbs, right? Sprinkle that, some parsley, little grated cheese, roll them up, skewer them all yep. together. Yeah. Okay, and then a little bit more oil on the outside, and then coat them back into the breadcrumbs, and then the best was to barbecue. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, and they was because you're you're pounding them so they're tenderized, oh, just melting your mouth. Fantastic. You wouldn't so. have to cook them very long. No, no, cook really, really quick. So good. We should try that. So I'll tell Brendan he can come home with squirrel or something. Yes. <laughs> so that that's, that's that's like one thing, you know, again, just spreading chicken. Meatloaf? Making meatloaf mm-hmm. or um, those are little round, little miniature meatloafs, which yes. I have a whole bunch in the freezer. Maybe I should bring meatballs? you some. Meatballs? Meatballs, <laughs> yeah. So in the meatball recipe, so you have that, your chopped meat. So a lot, you could just use regular uh, beef or you could do beef and pork, whatever you like. You know, some egg, some of the breadcrumbs, extra cheese, some parsley, little chopped onions. I throw in my little secret, which to me makes it moister, mm-hmm. is rolled oats. Yeah. So just a little bit. And it's, just, it's a filler. And then do your breadcrumbs or do your meatloaf that way. And what about the 
um, we've talked about this, the cauliflower and sand, the cauliflower pasta. Uh, yep. Yep. So you, you toast that off and uh, it's just plain olive oil and uh, and garlic. Mm-hmm. So aioio or a little bit of, like you say, you could use it with cauliflower. And the other thing that the Italians use a lot to season when they're doing the aioio mm-hmm. is they use anchovies. Oh, yeah. Yum. So you put the anchovies into your hot oil and you just squish them around and they dissipate. They do, and they just—it's a beautiful flavor. It gives you the flavor and a little bit of saltiness. And over here, I love baked clams, and mm-hmm. that is also a, a part of making that. But I found a recipe just basically doing the same thing using mussels. Oh wow! So you steam the mussels, mm-hmm. okay, till they open, pop them open, and then throw a little olive oil onto them, and some of the breadcrumbs, a little bit of cheese, then toast them. Oh. Put them back underneath the fire. Ah. Yum. You're having yeah, too it, much fun with that pizza oven. Yeah, I know. And then you got all that drippings that you just oh, sop up with that. Sop it up with some bread. Yeah, bread. Yeah, I told you the bread I made the other day. Yeah. So that's been my staple, and it still is to this day, and I can't live without. That's one of the problems that it, products that I have to have yep. is progressive rec problems, Italian style. And I'm very grateful because that's one of the things that I always have around because mm. it's handy to have around even just to add like flavor. body or flavor to yeah. something. You want to do mushrooms in the oven, you know, just uh, like if you get those big mushrooms. You know, <laughs> Brendan's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Put a little um, rigotto or mozzarella into mm-hmm. the little caps, sprinkle on some of the, the breadcrumbs, a little olive oil in the oven, toast them till they brown up. Done. I made some homemade macaroni and cheese and popped that, yeah. popped those on top for Ainsley. Yeah. She's like, ooh, fancy. Yeah, but it just is, adds to it. Yeah, it's a bit of crunch too if you mm-hmm. want a little bit of texture. Yep. So there you go. So that's mine, and next okay. week you'll be yours. So every week we're going to do a different product that we like. Yep. Something that we use all the time. Yeah. That we can't live without. I was walking around the shop. We'll and run thought, out of them sooner or later. I don't know because I could go do that and I do that and I try things and I it's yeah you know there's a few things in my cupboard mm-hmm. now. We are talking about the uh, Ripper recipe roundup. Yeah. Um, so the seven, through the seven days of holidays that we discussed. So this week, Friday is National Chicken Cacciatore Day. And Saturday, they found one for me, Phil. Yeah, it's, uh, it's- National Liquor Day. Liqueur mm. Day, really. So I'm going to do a Bailey's recipe. Okay. Now, do you want to do a chicken cacciatore recipe? Yeah, because the Bailey's is the dessert, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. All right. So chicken cacciatore, I could never- Never make it as good as my father made it, no matter how many times I've watched him. So basically, a cut up fryer chicken, Yep. saute it into some olive oil and garlic and all that into the pan and get that, you know, sizzle it off and add your tomatoes or passata you could mm-hmm. use now. And then your Italian seasoning, some oregano, chopped onions, uh, That that's a bad, and garlic, you know, yep. and it's just let it cook down slow, but- the key that my father used to put in was a, a good swig of wine, oh, well, red wine. Hello, that, yeah. That so makes he used sense. to use a uh, Colorossi Pazano, which we yes. can't get here. <laughs> so it's a little bit on the sweeter side. Mm-hmm. So maybe a, a very young uh, calfsab will yep. do really nicely because that's a bit sweet. Throw that into it, you know, at least half a cup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that all simmers down and and just brings that texture and flavor to it, and just let it cool, you know, cook slow and. You know, that's your chicken cacciatore. It's it's not a hard recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, I would use celery salt into it, a little yeah. bit more flavoring. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Okay. I had mm. a teacher that used to call it, instead of chicken cacciatore, kitchen chocatory. Chocatory. Chocatory, yeah. yes. Miss Petrig. That's right. So now mine, there's, now I'm not sure, I think it was Bailey's your mother was making or advocate. Was it Bailey's? Oh, she loved Bailey's. <sighs> So you can make this in my bestie, Sally, makes me a bottle of this every year for Christmas, um, and I have to hide it from Brendan. But Brendan's mother mm. said that she's never been intoxicated, never. Oh. But after a day of making Bailey's, someone found her asleep, <laughs> le- leaning over the basin. She was sitting on the bathtub and leaning over the basin, and she was oh, sound asleep. Call for a rock. 
She was just tired. No, yeah. she was just very oh, tired. Okay. Yeah, it's a good place to sleep is in, <laughs> the, in right. the toilet. Yeah. And um, I love my mother-in-law, and she used to love cream. So if I'd make eggnog, oh. she'd love it. So this, listen to the ingredients, yeah. and you will know why. So you use one cup of heavy cream mm. or half and half or pure cream here you would use, um, one can of sweetened condensed milk, three tablespoons of chocolate syrup, one teaspoon instant coffee, uh, granules, one teaspoon pure vanilla extract, and one and two-thirds cup or 400 mil Irish whiskey. Is right? that enough Irish whiskey? Well, Sally said to me last year, she goes, I put more whiskey in it and I think it's yeah. too much. I went, don't uh, be silly. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very quick to put together. And once you make this a few times, you just chuck it together. Yeah. So, you know, so you place the cream and the condensed milk and the coffee and the syrup and the vanilla and mix on low speed for 30 seconds. Then add the whiskey with the blender going, sort of like you're making mm-hmm. a mayo at a very low speed. Let it go for a few seconds. And then you just put it into a sterilized glass oh. bottle. And refrigerate. The alcohol will kill it anyway. That's right. It says refrigerate for up to two months, but it lasts longer than that if it gets past it. Uh, shake well before use because yeah. it can get really thick on the bottom. It'll separate. Yep. And um, <laughs> it's fantastic, Sally. I'm waiting. But I found you can some things people have mucked around with the recipe. Oh. So listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use Southern Comfort or Amaretto yeah. or Brandy instead Ooh. of it. Um you can replace the coffee and chocolate syrup with Kahlua, mm-hmm. which I would more like, alcohol. or Tia Maria. Yeah. Um, this guy used something called screwball whiskey, which is peanut butter whiskey. <gasps> so chocolate and peanut. It's a Reese's Bailey's. Well, you could also use Tarini. That's right. And there's fireball whiskey you can use. And someone named Chris made a pumpkin spice version, adding half a teaspoon of pumpkin spice and a half a cup of pumpkin puree. Wow. So I don't know about that, but yeah. I'd give it all a go. Yeah. And um, this is Mackenzie. If you want to make this for people that are plant-based out there, you can make a dairy-free version. You can use um, coconut milk to make sweetened condensed milk, or mm-hmm. you can find coconut yeah. sweetened condensed, mm-hmm. and then use coconut milk instead of cream. Yeah. And uh, that is a few things to uh, jazz it up. Yeah. Ooh. I know. And every time when I have it, Sally is like, should we have some in our coffee? I think we should. It's yeah. damn good. It's like the you know having frangelico or uh, something like that or amaretto and then mixing it just with ice cream. You know, just blending it with ice oh, cream. Oh, that's <laughs> the best. That's when you go to the restaurants and they go, "Do you want you know uh, Mexican ice cream or Italian ice cream?" Yeah. And it's just the amaretto or the Kahlua or the top of it. All right. So next week's show is going to be. Happy accidents. Oh. We did have a de- different name for it, but we won't say that because it's a bit rude. Ah. But we said it to each other. Um, so we're going to be talking about things that were supposed to come out one way and came out a different way, and it was even better than what they thought. Yeah. And remind me of next week, so write it down. But uh, we had just recently the two new products in the store, how that came about, <gasps> the second one. Oh. Mm. Okay. We'll have to talk about that had later. Our, had our butcher mix for us. Oh, yes. That yeah. was a very good happy accident, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was an, an unbelievable accident. That was, like, that was, we and, even questioned, did you make this right? And then it was magnificent. Yeah. So thank you for Sean for naming what it was too. Yeah. And um, now I'm going to, before we do our sign off, Phil. Yes. Did you do your homework? What did I do now? Did you watch American Hustle? I only watched the trailers because I, I'm a cheap bastard. I'm not paying for a movie. <laughs> Did you get a feel for it? Yeah, I got a feel okay. for it. I like the guy with the with the wig and you know yeah, the well, comb over, the ultimate right. comb over, and it's very seventies. You know, well, it's way. made in the seventies. Yeah. It's set in the seventies. It's set so. in the seventies. Yeah. So maybe we have to get you a DVD of some sort. Yeah, well, I got a DVD player. Oh well, that's good. That's a good start. Let's yeah. see what I can find for you. Yes, the link to the um, science oven is on the back of the. It's in the description of the popcorn episode from last week. Oh uh, yes, so if you want to see. Very funny. The science I've been seeing from um, American Hustle. Yeah. Click in the, get into the notes and you can click into oh, okay. that. Uh, did you look at that one? No. No. Okay. We'll make you look at that one. We'll make God, you. God, you got to tie me down. Make me That's look at it. That's exactly right. And um, now, I think you can do the- Okay. Uh, from Paul Prudhoe. 
Mm-hmm. You know, our friend down in New Orleans. That's right. Okay. He, the first person that came up with uh, blackened seasoning. He okay. is. And we all bring more poor Perdue oh, stuff fantastic. in. So people want to know it is on its way. Oh, that's great news. Okay. So Paul said, you don't need a silver fork to eat a to eat good food. And that's so true. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the old Creedence Clearwater Revival. Right. <laughs> oh, he said, yeah, I wasn't born with a silver spoon. In his mouth. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might just go down to. Ain't no fortunate son. I might nick down into uh, someplace and buy some uh, jalapeno poppers to feel like I'm at Applebee's (laughs) for appetizers. There you go. Now, take care, everyone. Yep. And we'll see you next week with more. (laughs) See you. I love my barbecue. Once you find a love like mine, you know that love is true. Understand, I'm just a man with a pork fat baby back blues. Yeah, understand, I'm still your man with a pork fat baby.